Hello and thanks for joining us on HearthCast, episode number 372 for patch 7.3.5. We talk about the world of Warcraft and the rest of the Blizzard universe. This is Freckleface. And this is Rue. Coming up on the show, is now the best time to invite a friend to WoW? The placement of cutscenes in WoW? And our first impressions of our Nightborn tunes. to give a big thank you to our Patreons, and also wanted to let you know that there is an unscripted show that is up on Patreon for our rare level supporters. As always, we greatly appreciate your support. So hey there, Freckleface! Hey there, Roots! Tell me about your week in the Blizzard universe. Uh, let's see, I ran some Mythics uh, with a group from our WoW meetup group, so that was a lot of fun. And the uh, the next Tuesday, I got a legendary in my order hall. From a mission or? No, you get a chest whenever you do mythic oh, pluses. Oh, yeah. That's right. Yeah. I was sorely in need of a legendary. That's cool. I had only had two, and one of them was still from my fire spec, which I switched away from a while back. And then the other one, it was a really terrible legendary. It gives you, like, absorption when you blink. Like, you know, when you move forward as a mage? Sure. So it doesn't help you in combat. You can't blink in combat? You can blink in combat. There's no real reason to. Move mobility, I would think, but... Uh, it very rarely comes up. Okay. Yeah, I mean, it's easier just to kind of scoot out of the way a little bit. Gotcha. Uh, but it doesn't help you with combat, and the other one is for the wrong specs. I was just sorely in need of a legendary. It finally came, so I was very happy. Uh, you and I did our normal pet runs... Uh, on Sundays, as we do, and as we are want to do, as we are want to do, yeah. and then also did a few casual games of Hearthstone, nothing too intense, so pretty relaxed week, I would say. Yeah, how about you? Well, first off, in uh, that uh, Sunday night pet dungeon run that we do, a toy dropped. And I was all excited. I saw the toy that had dropped. I'm like, ooh, a toy dropped. And you were like, what are you talking about? Because I didn't, I didn't roll it on it. I didn't see a toy. Yeah, because I didn't roll on it because I always want you to have first option. And you're like, I don't see a toy. I'm like, no, this is a toy. There's a toy right here. And you're like, I don't see a toy. And as it turned out, what had dropped was Druid of the Flames. It is a Druid-only toy that makes your Druid kitty form uh, a fire cat. It looked really cool. So I use that pretty much all the time now. Yeah. Yeah. I am Fire Kitty. <laughs> it's kind of fun to do that. Uh, I got another rejection notice on my name change. Aw. I don't know how much further I'm going to pursue that. Actually, this guy uh, gave me some recommendations. Like, once you contact the guy who owns the Dark Rose name, you know, send him a message and go, hey. If they're not active, why would they respond to a message? I don't know. Uh, they could be active and just not on the armory. They could be, you know, a, it could be a bank tune. True. Or just a lobby yeah. that, you know, maybe the, I don't know, blocked. I can't, I don't know. But anyhow, that, I haven't done that yet, but that was a suggestion he gave me. And then what? They're like, I don't want this name. And then you tell them they don't want the name? What would you do? If someone emailed you and said, hey, I've, I've been hooked, you know, I use this name Freckleface on, on my servers and you've got it here. Uh, I, I would like that name. Do you mind releasing it? It depends on why I picked the name. I'd be like, give me a million gold. Mm. Would you do it for a million gold? That's the question. I don't know. I gold would. comes and goes. I do your identity. Like, I would just find it like like an alternate spelling. Oh, true. <laughs> Dirk roast <laughs> <laughs> or dork roast. See, 
Well, why don't you do that then? Just make name yourself Dork Roast. Because I'm Dark Roasted now. I kind of stuck with that. Yeah, it's not a I bad mean, name. A it's name really change. similar. It is. I mean, but the thing about it is now, like even yesterday, I saw something that said Dark Roast, and I took a picture of it, and I was going to tweet it. I'm like, well, I'm not Dark Roast anymore, so I can't. Uh, I think that's close enough to count. All right. Yeah. I might. I have a bunch of different variations of my name, you know. Well, I know. I yeah. know. I see them all the time. So. I know. <laughs> I'm working on my rep a lot for the Alliance side to get my Alliance allied tunes unlocked. Uh, so that entails a ton of world quests, a uh, plethora of them. A smorgasbord? If by that you mean a bunch, yes. I think so. I don't know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's a large food amount. Like a variety of it? Like a know, buffet? Maybe. Yeah. But there's uh, there's just a lot of, it's just every 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 moment I look in there, and I normally clear everything out. Of the world quests that are available, and then uh, wait for more. I had an emissary quest one day, so the, I got that, but it hasn't popped since then. Now, I had thought there was a way to check uh, what the emissary quests were from the mobile app, and now I can't find it. Uh, is it the little world icon in the top right-hand corner? Um, maybe. The Argus? There's like a map of I mean, Argus. You, so you can see a map, and you can see where all the world quests are. Yeah. Actually, no, I think it was. I think it's you can see what invasions are active. That you can see. That you can see. I think I got it mixed up. At least it's working, unlike their mobile armory. I know. I thought I was going crazy. Every time I logged into my character, it said, you know, realm down for maintenance. Error. Yeah, I get error down on the bottom of mine. I got realm down for maintenance, and it uh. made no sense, because I would try it in the middle of the day on Saturday. Yeah, I just get, uh, when I log into it, it says error down on the bottom when I try to do something with my tune. So I have uh, resorted to, uh, I use Splashtop, as many know, and so I just resort to every so often checking my auctions and see what's online via Splashtop. Not the best way to do it, but, you know, when you're flipping stuff, you got to flip stuff. That's true. Other than that, uh, I think we've both been running the chemical company daily with the holiday in town. Been trying to. I actually did part of the quest line for uh, Love is in the Air. All right. Have you not done it before? No. I got a little bit of Chivos on that. Oh, yeah. It's an interesting quest line. Yeah. I like the one that they had before they revamped the whole holiday. I don't remember what we had to do then because I didn't do it then, but this was just a bunch of like going around and delivering some dude some messages back and forth, and it just didn't seem like all that intuitive, or not intuitive, but interesting to me. Well, the whole thing of like developing a weapon to make people fall in love so that they're more susceptible in war. It's an interesting concept. Yeah, I guess if I'd read the quest text. <laughs> yeah, that does kind of make quests a little better. Uh, and you and I both started our Nightborn tunes, which we'll talk about here coming up in a second. But that's been our week in the Blizzard universe. As we mentioned in uh, episode 371, we created Nightborn tunes. We had said jokingly that, you know, I should play a warlock and Root, you should play a hunter. And we did end up doing that. Yeah. Yeah. And so we made our tunes. Mm-hmm. And I said I was going to name myself Root something. And you did not like that. No, I didn't. <laughs> we tried that before and it bothered me. He said, no, you're going to be Freckleface. And then what did you suggest? Uh, Freckleborn. Freckleborn. Yeah. And I'm Rootborn. We're both- I think I'm Freckborn. Are you Freckborn or, or Freckleborn? 
Uh, you know, I'm not sure now. Now oh. I'm doubting myself. Uh-oh. It might be Freckborn. That'd be funny, too. Anyhow, it's it's our two names with Born on the end. Yeah. Because we're that original. Yeah. We're creative and stuff. Yeah. So now we have the Born Identity. Or is it the Born Ultimatum? Or is it the Born Resurrection? The Born Smorgasbord. Or is it Born 3 Drago's Revenge? I don't know what it is. So our Nightborns... What did we like and not like about our, so far, uh, three, what, maybe, I don't know, how we play, about an hour? Yeah, I think we're level 22. Yeah, we're level 22, which we start at level 20, so it ain't much. So what did we like and not like about our, our initial impressions of the Nightborn? I liked how you have the ability to summon a mailbox like that. I like that about the Nightborn. I used it the other day and realized I didn't need to, but it was still fun to use. So remember when we started, I didn't have any of my heirloom upgrades. That's right. And I didn't have my flight points. You didn't have that toy. Yeah. Yeah. And so we said, okay, we need to go, or I need to go when we're not playing in the tunes, I need to go do that. So I did that. And, uh, you know, mailed them to that character, Rootborn. And I logged into Rootborn in the inn. And I could have stepped right outside of the inn to the mailbox, but instead I used my, my Grimroar. It's a book. And it floats there. And then I checked my mail. I got my mail. And then I realized that I had, you, you have to go over this heirloom thing with me because, like, my heirlooms aren't the right level heirlooms or something. I don't know. It's like the upgrades I bought work, uh, like they say, only works on stuff that you can level to 100. And most of mine say they only go to 90. So you have to get an item that will level that, that heirloom from 90 to 100. Yeah, I'll go spend more gold. Yeah, that's pretty much what you have to do. Yay. Uh, Is that from the same vendor over there in Undercity? Yeah, and here's the thing. So, like, that holiday vendor, the the Valentine's Day one, that had some heirloom upgrades in the vendor. So there's a lot of different resources that can be used to buy these upgrades. In addition to gold or? Yeah, in addition to gold. Interesting. Yeah. I like some of the emotes. I'm not going to give any spoilers away, but it's got some pretty good emotes. You were telling me the other day about and something my drain I was doing. You said they added in a taunt. I was doing taunt. Yeah, you can hear them. Uh, so the new taunts, if you do a slash taunt, it's actually an audible taunt. They say stuff now. I realized I had specifically turned off emotes in my uh, options. How about that? Yeah. You're like, I don't hear anything. I'm like I laughing. I'm like, you just told that guy he's a chicken face or whatever <laughs> they were saying. Sometimes I turn down the dialogue. Because, you know, we run Ice Crown, and that dialogue gets all it's, jumbled and easy. Yeah, it's, you, you go kill, who's the first guy, Bonestorm? No, what's, yeah. what's that, whatever it is. But if you go kill him fast, which you can't help but kill him fast unless you're hitting him with a wet paper towel, he says all of his everythings at once. Right. Like he overtalks himself, talks over himself Yeah, too. and meanwhile, like the, the captain from the beginning of the dungeon is still giving yeah. you a rallying speech. And Jaina comes in, I have tears and I'm crying. What Why are you, you crying, Jaina? <laughs> I'm just so proud of my king. <laughs> but the, wait, but wait, we all, wait, 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 stop. You can't go past. Who who asked the what part? Who asked why Jaina was crying? Uh, Varian? Okay, how come Varian sounds like the dude from Pedro, um... <laughs> The, the movie. What, Napoleon Dynamite? Yeah, why is he I don't know, don't question my voices. No, no, I think it's great. You no. should do that for every male character that you do. It should just sound like Napoleon Dynamite from now on. Uh, we, okay, so we hear this long dialogue when we're in the hallway. Get your dang quesadilla. <laughs> we're like 
on the way to Putricide, and yeah. I have no idea where these NPCs are actually having their <laughs> conversation. Just so far ahead of it jumbles up. So you do have an actual dialogue slider in your volume control. And since I have it connected to Chocolate Bar, which is basically like a widget, yes. I can just kind of hover over and hover and like do my mouse wheel and turn it off. So now that I have that up and now that I have emotes turned back on, I can enjoy these new emotes. Oh, good. Yeah. Did you try it yet? Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> I gave you that look. I'm I like, know, oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm doubtful. <laughs> I have concerns. <laughs> uh, I do like some of the character customization options we get. The tattoos are a pretty cool thing. The yeah, people have been asking are. for those for a while. Yeah. I like the pink hair. The hair is cool. The earrings, they scaled back from the original concepts of earrings. There's a lot of things they scaled back, but that's to be expected. They always scale stuff back. And so far, that's um, about all I like about the characters. But we are only level 22. Yeah. Well, I'm sure we'll have more stuff we come to find out here. I do like the 1% uh, magic buff you get. It's you, you always have just a generic 1% increase to your magic spells and abilities. Yeah, it's like people are crying about it being OP. It's a new classes. New classes are always going to be OP. Now we have four new classes, actually six when you come, you know. When, well, when it's a new race, right. though. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's what I meant, race. Yeah, and I think that's what's throwing people off is like you do expect the new class to be overpowered, but having a new race, you know, theoretically, they would all be kind of, if not equal, you know, equivalent. Well, think about the, the cries that everybody did when Pandas came out and they had that balance ability or the, the, oh, re- the reduced fall damage. And people were like, come on, people. So let's go over some of the things that uh, we wish were a little different. Okay, so when we first started, I thought there would be a starting zone. Yeah, we got a little cutscene. Yeah, and, and then you take a portal to Ogremar, yeah. and then you just start there. Yeah. That was a little weird. Are they going to add that in before the next expansion? Is that part of it? I mean, I don't know. And if they do, I've already gotten my character past that. Do I have to start a new one to experience it? Yeah, I guess you you wouldn't want to go back and do the starting zone. As we mentioned, when you start at level 20, so again, that would, to me, negate the the whole starting zone thing. I guess they're thinking, like, if you quested through uh, Suramar, you've pretty much done the starting zone. Yeah, that's true. That makes sense. There's also a few oddities with the new level scaling. You go into Ogamar and um, you're prompted to choose between three zones. Get on the War Chief's War Board. Yeah, the War Board. Yeah. And it is uh, Ashenvale, Stonetown Mountains, and Hillsbrad. Now, those are all level 20 zones, or were level 20 zones. Now they are whatever level you are between 10 and 60. None of them are close. We just picked the closest one we picked, uh, Ashenvale. So like, cool, let's go there. And I guess in, in a part of my mind, I still thought we were going to the level appropriate content since that's what was offered to us at the time. But we're running through Duratar and then we get into the Barrens and we're having to stop and fight because all the mobs are also level 20. Yeah. So we could have done the Barrens. It would have been level appropriate. Yeah, everything is in that area right yeah. now for us. Um, there, I mean, the starting zone areas are leveled differently. Uh, we'll talk about that a little later on, but they were still, they were our level. So Right, so you have to think of things as being brackets instead of being linear levels. 
Like you got your starting zone zones, you have your lower level, and then you have your mid level, and then you have your upper level. Yeah, your starting classic, and then up to the Burning Crusades. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it'd be nice to see something on the board that showed you everywhere you could go. <laughs> I was like, you go to the board and go, do what you want. We don't care. Just have fun. Yeah, in a way. Go level. Oh, think about it this way. So the Lore Master Achievement now has you complete different storylines. Yes. Are some of the storylines dependent on the ones that came before it, or are they all separate? I think they're all separate. I haven't studied it enough to know, but I would think that some of the events that take place like at level 40 back in the day would thematically happen after the stuff that took place at level 20. So they either need a list of the storylines that you can do and where they are, or if they could be done in particular order to make the most sense in the storyline, I think that should be presented. Yeah, I agree with that, uh, instead of just willy-nilly. So I do. Maybe that's why. Maybe they want us to go there for whatever reasons. But their physical build bothers me right now. Okay. They're they're kind of they're tall. Yeah. And um, kind of kind of lanky. Right. Kind of janky, and they they kind of run. Like you ever seen a tall, like twelve year old, thirteen year old, who no. they're they're like their bodies are hitting their first growth spurt. I don't they, I don't have kids. Well, you might have seen somebody else's kids. Oh. I mean, you hit your first growth spurt, and. I mean, you're short. You wouldn't know, so. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. When other people hit, no, <laughs> you, you just feel like you don't really have full control of your limbs. Okay. And that's what it kind of feels like when they're uh-huh. running. They're like going, there's just an awkwardness about them. And it kind of feels like they've been locked away from the rest of the world for 10,000 years. And now they're like, well, we're a bit taller than the world. This world wasn't built for us. You know, Suramar was, so the steps in Suramar, Suramar are larger and everything's taller, but, you know, the rest of the world wasn't built to our scale, so we have to fit in this world. So there's kind of weird, janking awkwardness about them. Ogamar and other cities are designed to hold Torin, so the tallness shouldn't be a factor. Or is it their movement itself? They're t- they're t- I think they're taller than Torrens. Are re- they? Yeah, I really do, yeah. They're tall. It's hard to get a sense of how tall you are unless you stand next to another race. That's true. And they haven't done that yet. But look how weird they looked when we rode Brutus. That's at Coda Mount. That's on the Crisis. That's Plinder Tree Quest Line. Oh, they have no idea how to ride a horse or how to ride an animal. Yeah. A Coda. That's a Kodo. But yeah, they're just like, it just they're, doesn't they're work. They're squatting on it. Yeah. But, but with like their feet flat, not with their heels up in the air. Yeah. And then their, 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 uh, their glutes are just hovering. Yeah. Look at that. A hover butt. This hover butt is what it is, Freck. I liked it when you said glutes better. Hover okay. <laughs> glute? Yeah, that was, that was more dignified. Okay. Their glutes hover. <laughs> okay, but does our jankiness kind of match somebody that's been on the brink of starvation for a while? But that's solved. We fixed that. Yeah, we fixed it, but then stuff messes you up for a while. Nah, we, their nutrition's not they're a concern. Fine. Yeah, they're fine. I was eating regular food. I bought food. I had food that came off of somebody. I ate it. Yeah, but that stuff affects you, though. So, Audrey Hepburn. Yeah. You remember how slim she was? Yeah. She had severe malnourishment when she was a teenager due to the war. It and just so stuck with her? It, yeah. She did, huh. she did. It was during her formative years, and she's a teenager. So, she always stayed that small. 
That's interesting. Yeah. Right, well, I mean, we don't want to be all negative Nancy on on the the, the new race of Nightborn. They got cool eyes. There's, I mean, yeah. visually, I mean, outside of the jankiness, uh, that'll just take some getting used to. They're pretty cool. Um, playing a hunter, I can move and shoot at the same time. Yeah. That is totally new to me. Yeah. And I'm really, I'm still getting used to it. It's kind of like I can be ranged, but not really ranged, and I can move and I can shoot at the same time. And and you can name your pets. Uh, yeah, I named my cat Spot. Nice. Yeah. Instead of being stuck with like Dushock or Om Nom Nom. It was named Cat. No, but you're, you're a warlock pet. Oh. You're used to warlock pets. Yeah, Dushock. You know, with like weird names you can't change. Yeah, yours isn't Om Nom Nom. You thought it was Om Nom Nom. It, yeah, but it like. It's, it's Ormnon. O R M N O N. Ormnon. You're like, his name is Omnon. <laughs> yeah, Data on Star Trek named his cat spot. So. Oh, okay. Yeah. If Makes I rename sense. it, it cost me gold, though, didn't it? You have to get a certificate from the auction house. Um, some profession makes it, maybe inscriptions. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Go for like 10 gold. Oh, okay. Uh, by the way, we get some kind of bonus to inscription for that race to Nightborn. Cool. Like a plus 15. Yeah, but just wait until you start seeing cool-looking animals. You're like, I want to tame that. I want to tame that. I want to tame that. You don't have room for everything. I will never tame another animal. Are you serious? You're just going to stick with the little mana saber? Unless there's like, I mean, I may get that quillant because it's got the res. If there's yeah. a utility on on one of them, then yeah, I'll get that. There's but- a ton of utilities in different pets. There's one that gives you a bloodlust. I, I would I would get that one. Yeah. It's Corehound. So, yeah, I'll get the corn hound. Don't you get that for having an authenticator, don't you? You get a pet. Oh. Not a hunter pet. Oh. You get a companion pet. Gotcha. Okay. Is there anything that gives me a hearth? I don't think so. Hmm. Any other cool abilities? Those are the only two I use. There might be some others, but. I have to Google it. I'm going to have to learn a lot about being a hunter. You chose destruction? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, Why? it's oh because there's a lot of fire, and I played a fire mage before, so it just seemed more natural. Okay. Uh, I was destruction last expansion, and it was a lot of fun. I like seeing your chaos boat fly out there. It's kind of cool. Yeah, that's cool. Are you gonna stick with it, or maybe change later on, or <laughs> dual spec it, or? Well, you're automatically dual uh, that's spec. True. Yeah. We'll see. I think once the abilities open up all the way, because they're very limited, then I might look at it again. Yeah, right now I'm leveling, what is it, Beastmaster? Yeah. And that's interesting getting, uh, you know, you command the, the beast when it's out there. You tell it what to do. That's right. That's pretty cool. Uh-huh. I like that. Send it to Frenzy. Yeah, the kill command. Um, I think it's got a stun. Dire Beast. Dire Beast, yeah. yeah. That one, I use that all the time. Yeah, there's a stun. I don't use it too often. Probably should. Yeah, I stun. Anytime I can stun, I stun. Look like you're gonna do something, stun. Don't look like you're gonna do something, stun. <laughs> I don't care. He's <laughs> stunning you. So for now, we're still leveling up. Uh, we'll continue to do so from for uh, for quite some time because we're not we're not in any kind of raise. We're not really in a hurry. Uh, I am. I've I've crippled myself, and I'm not using Zagger guides for this. That is a tough thing for you, I know. It really is. Yeah. It really, really is. Because now, I mean, that's an entire questing interface. So now I'm like, what do I click on? What do I do? Where do I go? You figure it out. 
It's pretty self-explanatory most of the time. Oh yeah, most of the time it is, but it, a lot of it's like, well, you need to click on that on that item, and they put it up in the quest bar or the quest they log, yeah. whatever it is. But Zyger Guides gets you a whole nother little button for it that I was used oh, okay. to. Okay. And I'm like, where, where is this at? So it's just getting used to not using Zyger Guides, but I'm having fun because yeah. that's the deal of it. It's a deal is for you and I to go have fun and level together. So, so we'll definitely keep you guys informed as to our progress there with our Nightborn and what we're doing. Cutscenes in WoW are always really cool. They always kind of make you go like, whoa, you know, they have a very good art design and, you know, sound and dialogue and all that stuff. And they're really neat. I have noticed, however, that the way they implement these cutscenes seem to make a lot more sense for a single player game. And the way that we encounter them in game makes it difficult as a multiplayer game. But we wanted to take a step back and examine this. When you look at the intent of a cutscene, it can vary depending on when and how it's used. It lets you have a moment of accomplishment. Done fighting the boss, you have a second to just sit back and go, yeah, I did it. Finally. Finally, it's over. That threat that has been plaguing us, it's done things dead we did it you know woohoo another purpose would be to give us a sense of awe you know to show something grandiose that you wouldn't see when you're on the ground but when you're looking at whatever's happening from a different perspective you know from an aerial viewpoint or to have nothing else in game moving and you're just looking at what's going on you're like wow they're also used to help you understand how one part of a dungeon or raid transitions into another. It could be that you're, you're fighting and you're near a barrier and you can't see how to get past the barrier and you fight a certain amount of mobs and now the barrier is gone. Well, it wouldn't really make sense to just go from the barrier being there to being gone, so they do a little cutscene to show you. Example, so you, know, you and I run the Firelands every week. Correct. And what happens when we uh, get to the bridge and we do a little dialogue box to press the button to make the bridge come up? DBM skips the cutscene. <laughs> All right. But the cutscene is there to show you, hey, there was this big gulf. You interacted with this little magical thing, and now this magic bridge has materialized for you. So for me, DBM cuts uh, the cutscene and you fall under the bridge, have <laughs> to re-get, come in from, say, have the hearth out and come all the way back. Okay, what happens is that, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I come back in and the bridge isn't fully formed and yeah. I'll try to blink <laughs> and yes, somehow by is. blinking it puts me <laughs> under the bridge and it's very frustrating. <laughs> That's right. Uh, very rarely a cutscene will be used to give you information about the dungeon. Sometimes when you go into a new place, it'll show you like a panning view so you can see where you need to go, what all you're going to fight. I think it's Blackwing Lair or a dungeon that has a very similar name to that where it shows a cutscene of um, all the places that you're going to be bombing when you get to these dragons and you get on the backs of the dragons and you're, you're trying to kill as many mobs as you can while you're on the backs of these dragons. So the little cutscene of showing where you're going to be going helps you see, all right, well, this little group of people are off to the side. 
you don't really need to bother them because they're not going to be in our path. That helps you plan. But that's really rare. Most of the time, the cutscene is there to either or show a conclusion to a conflict or introduce a new one. Like I said, sometimes both. So it ties the story together. It is a technique they decided to do when, you know, you're done fighting and there's nothing left to be killed and therefore there's nobody to talk. So they need to, uh, they need to show that. Yeah, they got to wrap it up. Yeah. The end of Siege of Ogamar, they showed what happened, you know, when um, Garrosh was defeated. But they also introduced the new conflict of Very not wanting to kill him. And that one, by the way, is hilarious because when all the leaders come out, in the cinematic, the goblin model is the, is the typical goblin model. You're talking about Gallywix. Yeah, Gallywix. Yeah, he's not Gallywix. He's just a little goblin. He's just a little goblin. And then, like, when he's standing there, he's like this big old fat goblin. Yeah, he's Gallywix. He's Gallywix. So basically, in the cinematic, he's a normal goblin. Then when you go back and the NPCs are all there, he's Gallywix model. Right. And he looks way different than yeah. any other goblin model. Yeah. Like, what happened? You, like, lost 100 pounds. He ate the cinematic. <laughs> yeah. It's really weird. But there are some problems that cinematics introduce. Absolutely. When you're watching the cinematic, it takes up your whole screen. Yeah, it takes over. You cannot see the chat. You cannot see where your character physically is. And you can't see where your group members are either. Nope, you get to watch a cutscene. So you're just stopped. Yep. Unless you escape out of it, in which case that defeats the purpose of the cutscene. Yeah. Now, I've run into this. If you are listening through your headphones to Discord to your party, and there's a cutscene, and there's dialogue in that cutscene, you're going to be able to pay attention to what your people are saying in your headphones, or you're going to be able to pay attention to the cinematic. But not both. But not both, or neither, because you can't like process the you know the multiple uh, <laughs> inputs. Yeah, you're inputs. overloading. Yeah, yeah, overload. So here's the thing: you you're putting this content in, and I don't have this issue because All I right. split my audio, okay. where I have my game sounds coming out of the speakers, and I have my chat coming out of my headphones or into my headphones, whatever. And I threw a poll up on Twitter. Asking people like, hey, do you split your audio? Is your audio in one spot? Where And more than half of the people that responded to that that poll all used a single audio source. So everybody, because I was thinking, no, this problem is not, not a, this isn't an issue. I was completely wrong. This is a bigger issue than I thought it was. So what we have is we need, since World of Warcraft is a social game, we need to be able to talk to our party members. But if we're doing something like, for instance, LFR, and let's say half of our group has done LFR and maybe a couple of them haven't, the other half. We finish it, we get a cutscene. Unless the rest of the party that's already seen the cutscene thinks about it and plans about it ahead of time, they're going to escape out of it because they've already seen it. They don't need to see it again. And they're going to go loot and talk about the loot and talk about this and talk about that. Meantime, the other half of the group is now going, wait a minute, I'm trying to watch a cutscene. And as we talked about uh, a couple episodes ago with the social awkwardness of WoW, this introduces an entire level of social awkwardness. Do you tell everybody to hush because you're watching a cutscene? <laughs> Do you take your headphones off? 
do you, you know, what do you do? Yeah. Your cutscene, in effect, your cutscene in your moment is ruined. It really is. Because at that point, if I wanted to split my audio, because I understand how you do that. You can have your game uh, sound set up to either go to your stereo or to go to your headset or to just go to whatever your system default is. And then you tell Discord to go to your headset. Yeah, so you could yeah. do that. But let's say I don't have it set up that way because I just needed headphones on last night because I was up real late and it's still set on that. And this cutscene comes on. There is no time to change that. No, there's no time to change it. You can't pause the cutscene. That would be nice. No. Just press press the space bar, pause it, make your settings changes, yeah. play it. Okay. And like you said, often it comes at the end. Like after you've defeated a boss. So you can't expect it to some degree. But not always. When you do get it, it's a reward. Like you said yeah. earlier, it's like you've done it. You did it. Here's your reward. And now, hey, man, I got a new legendary. Look at this thing. You're trying to watch it. You know, it's, it doesn't work. And some of them are in the middle. Yeah, there are some in the middle. Yeah. So when you get to those, like, I want to watch them. I really do. But I'm conflicted. I'm torn. I'm like, all right, do I be sociable? Do I be the best group member I can be? Or do I enjoy the game and let myself be immersed in the game? I don't know how to answer that because I want to say that I would be the social guy that would say, hey, I'm, I'm, guys, I'm going to watch this cutscene. Could y'all be quiet? But I don't know if I would. We had a person a couple of weeks ago who said she, she, she's had two words. Like, you know, the cutscene, it was the end of LFR. And the cutscene started, and everybody who'd seen it already started talking. And she said two words. She said, "Hush, cutscene." <laughs> and everybody was deathly quiet. We're like, "What?" Maybe I just need to do that. But that would only solve the problem of being in voice chat with people you know. There are times that you were in a group, um, like the Dungeon Finder, the Raid Finder. You get in voice chat with Dungeon Finder? No, but you're oh. in a group of people that you don't know, so you can't communicate to them. And watch a cutscene because your whole oh, screen is yeah. taken. Oh, yeah. So if you're talking about one in the middle and they've run off because there's a cutscene and they've, yeah. esca- they've escaped out of the cutscene and now they're running on the next, off to the next boss, you're watching the cutscene. Cutscene's over. You're like, hey, where'd everybody go? And they're off like in another room. You go, how do you get there? Because maps aren't always the greatest. You can't, you know? So it's like, I'm yeah. lost now, guys. I was watching a cutscene. Now, I will say. This problem isn't, it's not a huge one, you know, I'll be honest. And most of the time when the cutscenes does, does happen in the middle of a dungeon, what comes right after that is typically trash, which means even if you do watch the whole thing and you do lag behind, I've never had it been an issue before. You haven't gotten locked you out? just like run and, no, because it's right before trash. Okay. So you just catch up and no one's really said anything. But it falls into that thing where we talked about of just being awkward and the whole design, you know, when they first started doing it, I think they were coming from a place of a single player game. And they took this thing that makes a lot of sense in a single player game for your game to take over your screen and tell you this is an important moment. Stop what you're doing and watch this before you can move on. You apply that to a multiplayer game and it doesn't work as well. So you think your UI should stay on top of a cutscene? That's a possibility. What if you had a simplified UI with a pause button? <laughs> I'm all about the pause button now. Yeah, that's, that's kind of something I want to look at and think about. Is is there a way around it? Is there another solution? Not being able to see chat is detrimental. 
if you look at what happens when you're progressing the storyline uh, on Argus and you go and you turn in a quest or you pick up a quest, you have little talking dialogue boxes. Or you have the characters standing there and talking, which also shows up in your chat box, that you can sit there and pay attention to, or you can walk away and ignore. But that dialogue does not interfere with your ability to, to communicate people. By the way, the other day I saw the uh, the bravest bat on Argus. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It, it a single bat was attacking Illidan. <laughs> That is the bravest is bat. Purpose. Yeah, I'm like, whoa. <laughs> do I help Illidan? Or does it's a bat, dude? You, you, at it? you, you got this. <laughs> you you're good. I'm I'm just gonna go quest now. Wouldn't that be the saddest way for him to find his <laughs> end after he's been like dead and in prison? He gets killed by <laughs> a, a single bat. By a demon bat. <laughs> after he slays like tens of thousands of Legion demons, a bat gets him. Gets him like right in the juggler or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I thought, I just thought that was interesting. I'm like, whoa, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Did he fight him back? Yeah, you're just fighting him. Oh, I didn't okay. stay for it. I'm like, you, you got it. Just the bat. Go, Willie. You got you, this. <laughs> you got this, man. <laughs> I gave him a golf clap and ran on. I don't know. <laughs> but it just, you know, it's That's one of those funny. things like, you know, normally everybody else just like ignores you because you're, you're so many levels above them or whatever. Nah, man, this bat just went right for Illidan. <laughs> I'm like, okay. Well, I gotta try. Gotta make my short life count. (laughs) (laughs) So my idea that I thought of was for them to take a page from Diablo. Okay. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of things of Diablo that I would love to see them apply to Warcraft. What page would they take out of Diablo? Specifically, the ability to collect things like voice lines. You ever been running around and you see a book or something and you collect it and like, oh yeah, and like Cain starts talking about this this ghoul and he's like, ah. This ghoul has. <laughs> Please go on. <laughs> this kind of ghoul has been the downfall of many adventurers. It has six teeth and yellow eyes. <laughs> this bat. <laughs> I gotta do. Oh, you do. I don't know how to do Decker Kane's voice. It's an old man voice, right? Like mine. <laughs> this. This bat once had a relative that attacked Illidan for two seconds. <laughs> See, that's better than mine. <laughs> All right, so what, what I'm trying to say is that you collect these voice lines. They start playing, but you can mute it. You can close it out. You do not have to experience it right then because you might be in the middle of doing something. I don't feel like listening to that. If you don't feel like listening to it at that moment, you can go back in your journal at any point in time and listen to it. Or if you go, hey, I've picked up six books about these one creatures, and at this point I've kind of forgotten what they've all said, but now I want to listen to them all in a row so I can get a good understanding of this topic. You can. It's something in your collection. In well, while you can get out of this whole uncomfortable situation by you know hitting the escape button, or like you mentioned, having an add-on that just cancels it out for you you can just opt out you can just be like i'm done with this and right now your only option to relive that moment is to go on youtube or there might be some up on the warcraft site but we're kind of relying on people to record that and put it up yeah um i had just had a flash that there is a cinematics button 
in the UI, but that is just like the intro cinematics to each of the expansions. Yes. Right. And uh, I just jumped on to confirm that. And yeah, that's all that was. Is I was like, surely, surely they have a way in the game already to do this. Yeah, and they don't. And it would be really cool if they put those in the game, kind of like a book where you can see like this is the cinematic from starting back in this time period. Yeah, I'm very surprised that that's not there. I mean, I literally, when you mentioned that, I was like, no, 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 I, I've seen in a cinematic, but which I had, but it's just, it's not the end game cinematics. No, it's not. And it's, it's not new stuff either. And yeah. it's not like the storyline in order, which would be really cool. Do you think it's something where they've just said, well, you know, this content's going to end up on YouTube anyhow, so we might as well just probably let it be there on YouTube yeah. with everybody analyzing. Is this the ones I don't like? You go to watch a cutscene, you got some guy, hey guys, welcome to my video. Click like and subscribe. <laughs> We're going to talk about the seven things you missed in the Argus cutscene. That sort ain't that big. You forgot to say, please like and subscribe. Didn't I say that? I said that at the beginning, I thought. Please like and subscribe. Hey, hey guys. Hey, follow me. <laughs> Turn on notifications so you'll know every time I post a new video. Did you notice Illidan's <laughs> sly smile when he looked over his left shoulder? Have you noticed if I just like stare at you, you keep going? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'm just going to tire myself out. <laughs> I, I, I won't, though. I, <laughs> I had two Red Bulls today. I'm good to go. So you're liking this idea? I like the idea of somewhere, and it, it's just been the UI. If you hit escape. No, okay, so what about this? What about if you haven't done the content? That's a good question. I could kind of see it going either way. No, I think it should be only stuff you've collected. I think it should be like your personal collection. Okay, like, so now we have a tab on our collections for cinematics. Yeah. Cutscenes, yeah. rather. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you've been there, if you've done the content, you can look at oh, the cinematic. You, you, okay, so the first thing I was thinking about is like it's very um, ungamish, like if okay. that's the terminology. No. You know, well, well, okay, so it kind of breaks the, the, the immersion Okay. to go to a tab that says uh, cutscenes. You know, you've got toys, you've got mounts, you get got cutscenes. It doesn't, it, it breaks the immersion. We could call it something else. Memories. Memories. Oh, there you go. Yeah, and so you go there to watch that memory, and it's just like a memory you've collected. That's right. And you get to relive that yeah. moment. So yeah. that is, you know. And it can be something in your interface that prompts you to go back and do old content, for example. Oh, because like, they, would, they would be uh, uh, like like to do with the pets and everything else. Yeah. You'd have that thing that's not filled in. Or if you realize like, oh, I've never done Molten Core. Go be back and do Molten Core. Yeah, because you don't have that memory. Oh. That would really help me out because people go, hey, man, you ever done Molten Core? Hang on a sec. Uh, yeah, I got that memory. <laughs> it's, it's in my memory tab. I've done well, you, it. You can already check that with the achievements. Okay, well, still, you know, give me a faster, faster way to do it. So when you get old, you forget things, right? And so it'd be nice you to go, You need, like, hey. redundancy? Yeah. Re in your reminders? Yeah. And seeing your reminders? I do have redundancy in my reminders. It pop-ups on my phone, on my computer. Allegra talks to me. Odessa. Odessa. Time. So I guess what we're saying is we love the fact that we have cutscenes. We just want a better interface for the cutscenes. But who knows, this might be, you know, a beloved feature that everyone else loves and just annoys me for some reason. No, I, I really think that what this comes down to is a social problem that isn't really a game problem. Because if, you, if people took the time, and I'm guilty of this too, but if people took the time to go, you know what, when the cutscene is going to play, I know when the cutscene plays, it plays when, when we kill the boss or it plays here. 
there are going to be people who haven't experienced it, so. Be considerate of other people. Ooh, what if there was, and maybe there is, I just haven't seen it, but what if there's an icon by your tune name that is like a picture of an eyeball? Oh, that'd be good. Because you're watching the cutscene. Oh, or you know how when you open up your map, your character looks at a map? Yeah. Yeah, what if they did something like that? Like your character pulled up a little goggles. Like, <laughs> goggles are like the old fashioned movie like, projector. Yeah. yeah. What are those things called? The, the uh, hang on a sec. I got I think it's called a stereoscope or a stenograph or something like that. Or stereograph. Are you looking at the tube things that you hold up to an eye? What were those? Those were like back in the. Like the yeah, you twist them and they make the different kaleidoscopes. Yeah, but they um they used to do like kind of little mini movies in them, not just swirly colors. Oh, stenographs, I think they use in the courtroom. That's not the same thing. <laughs> no. <laughs> but yeah, I was thinking like like the old like you put something over your eyes like goggles, almost like the what are the new ones they got the 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 VR I mean, you put like yeah. a little VR goggle on. Oh but, yeah, they can. We do like have a, goblin engineers. But like sure a steam craft, yeah, like a goblin one you put on. So I don't know, that's too much work. They'd probably just like, I don't know. Phase you out, make you sit down, but put a little icon by your name. Yeah, maybe. Put a thing in chat. Crickleface is watching a cinematic. I'm sure you can do an add-on for that. Wouldn't be difficult. Make it say, hush. (laughs) (laughs) So I guess we just want options, huh? That's what it boils down to, I think. I like it. Yeah. Options to watch cinematics. Just a friendly reminder that you can support our efforts here at HearthCast by visiting HearthCast.com forward slash Amazon before you do your shopping on Amazon. You'll end up right on Amazon's website and everything works as it always has. The difference is we'll get a little bit kicked back to us from the purchases you make at no cost to you. So remember, before you start shopping, visit HearthCast.com forward slash Amazon. Freck summer is coming up, which means the great lull will soon be upon us. But I've always found lulls are the best time to get people back into the game who have left. Gives them time to catch up. I had a, uh, I have a friend who that's how he plays. He subs at the start of an expansion, see what's going on, unsubs, and then when everything's on farm, he resubs, gets all the stuff done, usually before when people are uh, carrying people through ahead of the curve. So we'll get all that done on, when people have it on farm. Get all his achievements and then play a little bit, farm a little bit, maybe unsub. He's just not a full-time WoW player. He comes and goes. But now, with all the changes implemented in 7.3.5, it might be the best time of all to invite a friend to play WoW. So let's start with the first obvious one that we've already experienced a little bit of, zone scaling. You're free to level your tunes pretty much however you like. You're free to finish up a quest line, which is awesome. Because before you would outlevel the quest, and now there's no, or the quest line rather, now there's no reason to continue the quest line unless you just really want to know what happened to that girl's doll. And you're free to make more decisions about where you want to go. The important thing to remember the scaling too is that you don't have to be the same level. I could be level 20, my friend could be level 50. We go over to Desolus, everything is our level. Yeah, as long as you're in an area that supports both of your levels, you're good to go. Yeah. 
So your starting zones in all the areas are level 0 through 10. Everything that's considered a classic zone is covered from 10 to 60. Both Burning Crusade and Wrath of Lich King are, are 60 to 80, so you don't have to go to Burning Crusade or Wrath. You can choose one or parts of one and parts of the other. Cataclysm and Mist of Pandaria are 80 to 90. Again, you don't have to do either one. You could do both. You do parts of either. It doesn't matter. And Freck, as you mentioned, items in the area, rewards in the area, monsters in the area, everything in the zones that you're in, they scale according to you. So you're not going to get some piece of junk gear that you don't need. It's going to be something that you might be able to use if you're not equipped with heirlooms. Now, an issue that's cropping up right now, which will be resolved shortly or soon, TM, is PvP servers. So you have areas that new people are questing in, and we have up to a 50 level discrepancy between players on a PvP server who now you have people who are, are going to be competing for the same resources or the same mobs or the same kills and they're on opposite factions. So there's a lot of ganking going on right now. Which, as we heard in BlizzCon, is going to go away pretty soon. All servers are going to be generic and you're going to be able to flag yourself for world PvP. Yeah, so what's nice about that is if you end up making a connection with somebody who's on a different realm, they're on a PvP realm and you don't want to, that's not going to matter pretty soon. Yeah, that's always good. Because there's times like you do um, World Quest Helper. Yeah, the group finder. Yeah. yeah. And you end up on a PvP server. You're like, no, no, no. And then no, now you're is. flagged when you come back. You're like, yeah, no. Yeah, like five more minutes. <laughs> Recruit a friend is still a thing. So now when you bring your new friends in or your old friends back, well, they're going to have to create a new account if their old friend's coming back. We're not going to go into the finer details of Recruiter Friend system, but remember, you will get experience bonuses, you get to summon your friends, you get level granting, not to mention a free month of WoW when your friend pays for their month of WoW, and you get an epic mount once they buy a couple months, and their 90-day recruitment period's up, so you get some nice rewards for doing that. We're in a time now where the storyline is getting very, very interesting. Look, we've all lived through some pretty wacky stories with World of Warcraft, some storylines push people away, but the storyline's starting to get a lot better. We're about to have the battle for Azeroth. Your faction choices are going to matter again. If you're a horde, if you're alliance, whatever you choose, it's time to really buckle down with your faction. Now, the game itself right now can be fairly inexpensive to play as well. Now we have the WoW token that you can buy with your in-game gold and apply that to uh, a month of game time, or however many tokens you get. Battle.net cards, game cards. We've gone over the different ways that you can uh, save some money with Amazon to get the gift card. So there's ways to actually cut the cost of your monthly subscription. If you do invite someone to WoW, just be prepared to uh, hold their hand through it. Because uh, even if you boost at 110, there's a lot of NPCs competing for your attention, and it's really not clear what path is going to give you what. They say, oh, this guy wants me to go to Argus. Someone else wants me to go to the Broken Shore. Someone yeah. wants me to go to High Mountain. I don't think I would boost. If I was bringing somebody in brand new, I don't think I would boost. I think I would find a character to level with them. You might not have that choice. They might just be like, hey, I'm boosting. I boosted. Hey, what server do you play Yeah, I boosted. Now what? I boosted. Come play with me. I don't know what to do. Well, I'm sorry. I'm not gonna, I am not gonna. didn't get to recruit my friends. I ain't, I ain't <laughs> oh, it's true. playing with you. But no, I see what you're saying. Someone could boost and say, try to figure out what's going on. Even if you did level, the other thing is 
all the end level content is being presented to you at once instead of what we experienced, which was we got a little bit of time as the patches came out. You're talking about if you boost. No, either way. Saying uh, once you hit 110, okay. you have a lot of end game options. Yes. When you and I leveled, you know, just a year ago, once we got to 110, there wasn't multiple things to do. There no, was one thing to do. There was one thing to and do. And then the patch there, will come out, yeah. now there's another thing to do. And now people who are leveling now have a lot of things presented to them. It's a little confusing. A lot of it is uh, gated behind eye level, but you can get your eye level up very yeah, fast in can. the game. But I think on that, it's just, it's up to the, your friend who, I mean, it's up to you if you bring somebody in to guide them properly, to go through the, the raids at, a, at the logical uh, progression that the raids go through to tell the story and to help them understand. Because like, especially if you're leveling up and you're like, look, we don't, we don't need to do Burning Crusade, but this is kind of what happens. You may want to tell them the storyline and get them involved. It really helps if you actually get someone involved in the storyline, give them a, one of, one of the books. To read if they like reading books. That helps. If not, you can kind of tell them the storyline to help them get involved a little bit or give them some website resource to go to to check out. But now with zone scaling, the storyline, all the ways to buy the game, I think now really is the best time to invite a friend to play World of Warcraft with you. Here's a random blizzard factoid. The Light Forge Beacon in Antron Waste changes daily between Light's Purchase and the Veiled Den. That's going to bring us to the end of episode number 372. Ton of shout outs going to all the friends who wished us our uh, happy show birthday on Twitter today. Nine years, Freck. Long time. Long time. Don't forget, we do have a Discord. We love to hang out with you guys on our Discord server. That is bit.ly slash hearthcast. That'll take you right over. That's bit.ly slash hearthcast. That'll give you the Discord link, and you go right on into our Discord server. As always, we want to thank our friends on Facebook, our followers on Twitter, the folks hanging out in Discord, especially Hatraz. Good looking out there, buddy. And as we close the show, most of all, we want to thank you for listening. <laughs> <laughs>